When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. I can't dance, so I wouldn't get gassed to bashment. Maybe slow jams would come on, I would not get excited. Rap would come on, I would get gassed. Look how many times we lurked and the feds came just in time. But when drill comes on, yeah. Like, you can ask anyone. Smoke bit loud to the dome Flavors Them man know not to lap round me Get away, the chance is old Just how the word would bro Bro Then had to dash that phone Dash that The pack came true It's not From Vice and Brent 2020 London Borough of Culture This is Vent Documentaries Young people from one London borough Telling you the stories we care about This is series one Where we're talking about identity I'm Kalidovi. If you ask any of my boys about my identity and what I'm on, they tell you I'm 15, I'm a funny guy, I love a joke, and I kick ball. I also think drill is the shit. My guys, my ends, my school, all my brethren's rate it so much that they wouldn't even think to say it about me. I listen to drill every day, probably actually every couple of hours. Everything about drill is popping. And the way it's put together is just hard, man. But all anyone's got to say about drill in the media is that drill is the cause for all the violence in the streets, rappers keep getting bagged, and drill keeps getting banned. You go onto your mobile phone or yeah. tablet and put in drill, up will come a whole series of drill music videos. Gangs posting videos and music online that document, encourage and glamorise violence. Lyrics which are about serious violence. It is designed as a piece of music through its very name to incite violence. And goad and threaten others. I don't think these dons have ever really sat down to actually listen to Joe or understand its message. I wouldn't describe myself as a violent guy and I still rate Joe. I like the beats, the bass and the different flows. So I've decided to take a deeper look into Joe and its background. I'm trying to show what makes Joe so popular and one of the most important music genres about. It's a lot more than the politics around it. So I'm starting with someone who's new on the drill scene, but already making waves. I'm with Milani. Introduce yourself, please. Hi, so my name is Malani Mani. Everyday grafting, never put half in. Well, you know about business plans. And I'm an entrepreneur. I'm also like a drill artist as well. So it's very different, juggling a lot of stuff. But yeah, that's basically it. 
I love the way she corrected me. She said, I'm Milani Money. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm also a drill artist. Well, I'm just Cali and I go to school. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's just me and So, Milani's called at the rapping, but she's also been an entrepreneur since day. I've been doing hair since year eight. Oh. So, yeah, I was a bit naughty. I used to, like, bunk lessons and stay in the oh. playground and make kids stay out. So, I'd be doing the hair, like, trying to get to this money. So, I used to sit in the playground and do hair and not let the girls go. I'd be like, no, just wait. The teachers ain't going to say nothing. How'd you start music? Probably when I hit year 10, year 9, year 10. Mm-hmm. Certain people I was rolling with, they were actually doing music at the time. Mm. So I would probably go to their studio sessions or their shows. Yeah, just, yeah. And they'd get me to rap as well for like for bands. Mm-hmm. And then I'd probably spit a freestyle. They'd gas me like, oh my God, you're actually yeah. hard for a girl. It might be quite patronising to hear, mm-hmm. you know, you're really good for a girl because yeah. you're actually really good, not yeah. just for a girl, just for an artist. Like, yeah, you're better than you. a couple of the men that do drill. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so <laughs> I, I was thinking, how how does it make you feel when, when you hear for a girl? Do you know what? Um, before I actually dropped my first song, Self Made. Everything you did, I did it first. Work rates mad, I put in work. Made my own wave, I won't ride yours. Big M wave in high schools. Scoreboard. If you're a good female artist, they'll think a boy writ your rap for you. Like yeah, that self-made, yeah. a lot of people thought a boy writ it for me. It's kind of annoying, but I feel it pushes me to want to prove myself more. Like mm. girls can actually do this. Definitely. Milani loves drill proper, you know. I feel like when people say stuff like, oh, I don't like drill, like I've got friends that do that. <laughs> and it's like, you're fake. You're being <laughs> fake. Do you get what I mean? Because when it comes on in the club, you can't, yeah, you, you're not you're standing there. That. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I feel like drill is definitely something where everyone can come together mm. and, you know, be gassed together. Like, it's mm, just mm. that genre that gasses you. Okay. So for the unserious dons who don't know what drill is, don't worry, I got you. Drill is rap music that tends to be, there's a lot of BPMs it can be, but it tends to go between, let's say, 125 and 145. With heavy 808s, it's generally people talking about their lifestyle, their gang involvement, and yeah, just their life on the road. This is Scully. I'm a presenter, producer and a writer from South London, according to be exact. I often write about music and I guess I just try and contextualise things. That's my job, to contextualise things. If you use a rough squad instrument, also even ecstasy, like that Storms used for Shut Up, that's um... And it's quite airy, there's no drums on it. To make that drill song, you would literally just have to slap some 808s on it and add a little bit of echo on it, so it'd be like... It was coming from Chicago, where obviously there was a lot of gang violence going on. And it was a way of people kind of like narrating their life story and in a sense, a form of therapy. 2011 to 2012 is when it became very popularised in the world that it first came to light. So Chief Keef had like a few massive hits that I don't like and... I think his debut album, Love Sosa, came in 2012 as well. But the mixtape scene had been bubbling for a few years back. That was in the south side of Chicago. Big moment. 
and then it came to the UK let's say like 2015 2016 I would say the biggest drill hit I can remember coming through was Grizzy with I don't want to look like you and the 150 group which were like one of the first big groups in drill and then I'd say about 2018 times we saw drill go back to New York and also to Australia and like that's not to forget European drill which is massive right now you've got people like ADF Samsky in Germany yeah a whole host of people in France so 2020 it's looking like a very international sound As a drill listener, the main focus would obviously be the artists. AM and Skengdo, Heady One, RV, Quengface, KO. However, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that people don't really give a monkeys about. I wanted to know more about that stuff. So I got in touch with TK and SK from the independent record label Finesse Forever. I'm TK, um, executive director. I'm SK, part of Finesse Forever, similar to TK, also a director. Obviously, good vibes, good energy. Finesse Forever are doing their thing. They manage some top dogs in the drill scene. But they also run these week-long production camps, making space for producers to mash work together on a humble thing. They invited me to work. You can, you can, like, you can hear the brains ticking. Like, seriously. Every, every studio looks like there's some mad stuff going on in there. This week we're just running a production camp, getting the best of the best producers under one roof. Producers are kind of forgotten about, so we're trying to encourage them to socialise and you may be sitting in a room with a guy that's done five platinum records and you don't even have one record and, it, and you start asking them questions like, oh, how do you exactly. do this? How did you get into that room? And that creates your own opportunity and it's a big thing and they enjoy it. Like people are staying overnight. It's amazing. And it's a safe it's a safe, safe place for them to be. Do you know what I mean? Imagine that like, instead of being at home or you could possibly be on the street, do you know what I mean? You're here in a safe environment, you're getting food, it's just calm. I wanted to find out more about what producers do. So I sat down with the third founder of Finesse Forever, producer JB. I was buzzing off the bounce though, because it turns out he produced one of my favourite AM tracks. Attempted. Should have, should have been a murder. You didn't know I made attempted. Shake my hand, you know. You didn't know I made attempted. That, you know that I used to sing that in school, and my teachers used to look at me. Can you, what is this? <laughs> what are you saying in our institution, man? Yeah, bro, that was me. Love that song so much. So just tell me a bit about yourself. My name is JB, first and foremost. Um, one of the founders of Finesse Forever. So it's me, SK and TK. So we founded it together. And I'm like producer by trade. I'm produced for like Skengdu and AM, Chief Keith, S1, <laughs> Vanessa and Abigail. This is mad. When I wasn't guessing JB's thing, he told me more about what producers do and the roles of other people in the studio. You know how rappers are, man. They say, yeah, I want this, I want that. But <laughs> they're not really explaining what the hell they're talking about you know what I mean they could be talking about all kinds of nonsense I'm sitting there thinking like there's been like, you know to be honest there's been bare sessions where I sit there like, like the oh, he's trying to describe it to me he's like oh yeah I'm on the little thing like ding, ding, ding. I'm like I'm, I'm trying to really gauge what you're talking about but you know we, we get there in the end you know so, so. <laughs> definitely so behind the producer there's an engineer yeah. what is the difference in role between those two 
Um, produce. Well, do you know what? There's a different role between producer, engineer, beat maker. I mean, there's there's a lot of roles. There's like vocal producers. They focus on aspects of the person's vocal, how they sing, how they speak, what yeah. is like the cadence, how yeah. they're talking. Engineers just there to make it sound clean, to record it, and to give you pointers. Okay, cool. If we're gonna go in from here, this is where the best place is because your breath is coming out here. So let's just cut here. Let's go from there. When we do that three times. We'll pick out the best ones and they're just kind of here to hone out the best audio sound. Mm-hmm. Um, beat makers are obviously people that can sit there and make 20 beats in one day. Right. You know what I mean? They can, like, there's people that can just sit there, just make beats after beat after beat after beat after beat after beat after beat. It's like a kid that's playing FIFA, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A kid can spend hours playing FIFA, they would just spend hours just making a beat and they can do it quickly. And a producer is kind of like a guy that sees the overall vision. It's kind of like a, like a director. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's not directly... Yeah, doing no, X or Y. Yeah, X or Y, but he's like, yeah, alphabet. this is what it is. This is perfect. This is nice. Okay, this is the music. You see in Joe, yeah, there are a lot of men that I rate. AM and Skengdo are therefore one of the hardest out there. Turns out JB has produced loads of their tracks and Finesse Forever are their managers. Again, I was gassed. You said that you just came back from tour. Yeah. Was that with AM and Skengdo? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you need to take me, bro. <laughs> After chopping it up with JB, I went for a walk around the studios. Smells of good energy. <laughs> there were two guys I knew I needed to talk to. How old are you again? The first guy is Gotcha. Me, 15. You might know him as the guy who produced Gunlin by Rush and Keisha Becky. He was the first drill producer to go platinum. So, what was it like bringing that plaque to your mum? Don't quote me on this, but like it's what she says. Like My son's the shit, innit? So, <sighs> my son's big time now. The second guy is AV, the producer. Have you ever thought about producing before? Uh, there's too many buttons, bro. Him and Gotcha are close, Don't and they often you, work together. Right, he's fresher in the game, but he's already worked with people like Recky, V9, Neo MB, and AMS Gengo. I asked AV and Gotcha to show me how a beat is actually made. So can you show me where the magic happens? Someone is controlling my laptop in room uh, two. AV and Gotcha took me for a little trip around the studios. It was like a dark maze. Every time you turn the corner, you'd bump into someone new. Tell them your name. I'm very upset that I didn't get to be in this podcast. Are you actually recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, thank you, guys, for coming down um, and keeping me out of this podcast. Next time, hopefully, I'll get better luck. Shout out Gotcha, he's the big boy here. And um, the presenter, you don't know my guy, just spotted him just for the podcast. Thank you very much. You're not going to tell them It was the Profit, by the way. Profit. AV's taking over presenting. What's your favourite song that you've produced? My favourite song I've produced has to be Macaroni. You produce Macaroni? Yeah. That's that Macaroni. That hammer, that hammer stays on me. So the first thing we did with Macaroni was we, we played the piano. Did another piano underneath it, couple chords behind it. Um, we added vocal samples to it and if you listen to the hats in it they're not very drilly so at that time people were saying is it drill is it not we wanted to commercialise it a little bit so people that may not necessarily like drill for the lyrics might take to it for the beat I don't fuck with the ops man fuck with the ops ching man down man get chopped cut man up sign like crops sign like crops I don't fuck with the ops man fuck with the ops ching man down Profit joined the laptop hunt to listen to what AV and Gotcha were working on. When we finally got to the right studio, it was this dark room with LED lighting proper popping, like lit. Then 
there were these huge monitors and couple producers already in there. And on the right, you could see Ghosty doing his thing in the next room. I asked AV to press play. Where did you start, bro? Usually, this is what happens. Usually, when you watch her make a beat, at first, it's shit. It's like appalling, like very shit. Just draw me out at this point. <laughs> so then, then, <laughs> wait. And then there's a point in where we, we keep on working on it and then we get like a, like a light bulb moment. Yeah, my, I added effect tricks where it does like I can like reverse things, but it does it at a certain times per second. Uh, I jumped on it, heard it, loved it. He had like some, what was it, a string, a piano reverse with the effect tricks. So it just reverses it. So that's why the first melody sounds like that. It goes, ha, ah, 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 That's why it sounds like that. Even though it's drill, I kind of wanted to like experiment, be out of the box and kind of see it as like, as some beautiful elements. I don't know the word, but it's kind of like two opposites because drill is kind of like evil, straight to the point. And like when you've got something that's more beautiful, more romantic, it's more of like a build-up. So that's why I wanted it to like be like more of a build-up so that there's more rises with strings instead of it just being just like snares or whatever. I asked how they got the sound of the violins without actually playing the violin. Oh, um, And then AV took over presenting again, <laughs> talking about VSTs and plugins. And boy, these men know about plugins. That would actually be a good question for every producer in here. What right now is your favourite plugin? Like, anyone got a favourite plugin right now? That's got to be a contact. Exhale, that output. I don't know, I use a lot, but I'd say Omnisphere if I have to. Gotcha. What's your favourite VST right now? And don't say the same one that I'm going to say. Nah, just for you saying that, uh, arcade still. <laughs> but output Shout out there thing £8 a month Trust me Okay Here's what I'm saying Redtron um, Mellotron VST um, It's got a, a, a whole load of violins Strings And flutes So Bro. You thought I was going to say arcade Ha <laughs> Well I bet you arcade now Yeah that arcade But if you want to go and get it It's £10 a month really I mean I thought I was a geek When it came to draw But I can't lie This is a mazzoline I wanted to know more about what it's like managing draw artists and producers. So I went back to chat to SK and TK, who'd set up the producer camp. That's next. We're back. SK, TK, Finesse Forever. We first started managing an artist in Croydon um, called T-Face, innit? T-Face was the first draw artist that we signed. He came to us like he didn't even know how to rap. Right. He's just on the roads. So he actually came to us and said, what am I going to do? Because our friend, our friend that passed away, he was his younger. And from there, he kind of realised. He kind of realised like, I can't do this road thing for mm -hmm. long. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's like he said, yeah, I understand there is a negative presence that comes with drill, but there's also positives that come with it. Because at the end of the day, a lot of drill artists, when you become mainstream, you stop actually drilling. And I think rather than pointing fingers how about accepting them and understanding where they're coming from and seeing how you can turn them negatives to a positive and I think if more people were to look at it from that perspective you actually understand what's going on not just seeing a person go to prison and you say oh my oh, days is a murder or he deserves it you don't know why he's going to prison you don't know how many jobs he applied for when people come to us and like how do you guys manage to draw artists and things like that and we're just like they're just normal, normal people, people. They, they, they act as if like these guys are gonna kill them in an instant and then when you actually speak with them or when you understand how intelligent they are you're like oh these are these are young these are young men and women mm. drill is like a way out for the man them 
because I know obviously some guys in my area who they see it as look I'm probably not going to get a job my school grades aren't that good I'm on these roads I'm decent at rapping if this works for me I can get off the road and so they see it as maybe the only way out of being dead or in jail if I was a song was to blow my friend could become my manager that's real my next friend is can be the producer my next can be the tour manager and you, you notice that even with gigs Buck is his manager they don't have the opportunities you have they don't live in the environment that you live in of course there's certain things that you can and can't do in life but you need to let them understand that for themselves like I could tell a young man give me your blade it's not going to stop him buying another blade tomorrow and stabbing him but if I give him an opportunity he has a reason to put his blade down trust me that's the difference I think Black Diaspora just um, transports music everywhere all the time. Scully. Oh, we're getting shot in Chicago. There's there's no money here. Let's create a new genre that's basically celebrating the lives we have while we have them. And that's where you get drill. And that's why drill translated so well here. And that's why it does so well in New York. That's why there's pockets of Canada where it's doing it. It's all about the common ground within diaspora communities. Drill is the genre that embodies a silver lining in every dark cloud or when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Like, Drill is like, when life gives you pain, make champagne. Like, that's what it is. Go pop bottles. When it comes to drill producers, the 808 King has got to be M1 on the beat. He's the most popular drill producer out there. So I went to meet him. <laughs> All right then. Mom, Tottenham's not that bad. All right. Yes, I will call you. I will keep you posted. All right then, bam. Most people agree UK Drill was born in Brixton, South London. But Tottenham, up north, is currently the second yard for UK Drill. M1 gave me an address and I thought it was a studio. I turned up and it was just a house. Hi. Oh. Um, my name's Kelly from Vice. Yeah. We're here to interview M1. Interview? Oh, M1. Oh, wow. Um, hold on one second. Hold on. Uh, hi? Turns out we were at M1's boy's mum's yard. She let us in and we went upstairs. Oh, wow. Hi. Hi. You all right? Yeah, you. M1 on the beat is at the top of his game. Oh my lord. There's just too many examples. Golden Boot Heady One, Who Diggity, I mean, he's really out here. I asked him to tell me more about the insides of the industry. Alright, so we're out here again. Tottenham, M1 on the beat. You know what it is? Well, go on. Come on. Go on. Can you tell me, first question, obviously producing isn't the most mainstream. When you talk about drill, you just instantly go to the artist automatically. But you especially, like, have, have made a name for yourself big mm. time. Like, people even look at you in higher esteem than some of the artists. So 
when did you decide you wanted to be a producer? When I saw my first like million views. Oh. When I saw my first saw not even million, like 500, 500k views. When I saw that people actually listening to what man's doing and you can get far in it, like might as well get paid for something you want to enjoy doing, bro. Yeah, so That's real, man. So talking about pay, what's the money like, bro? It's good, bro. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's good, man. <laughs> do you say, ah, oh, I'm making this beat, I want X money? Yeah, or yeah, do you yeah, say, yeah. Literally. Oh, after it comes in, I want this percentage yeah you can with rappers as well like if you have a negotiation with them you can you mm. can have a have an upfront payment most of the independent rappers would just do a 50 split or, or something like that but mm. every deal you make just make sure you got a contract for it you know what i mean mm-hmm. so, and make sure you're both happy with it and there's no disagreements mm. no disagreements keep it on paper you lot heard it here first <laughs> m1 played me a beat he was working on you see this beat it's mad in it just this one's mad, it's got singing in it. Going, you can already tell, you can already tell. Trust me, trust me. Who do you see on this? Actually, no, you know, listen to the beat first. Let it go. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here as one of your fans. Like every day, whether I'm in front of my laptop or I'm banging FIFA, there's M1 on the beat in in the background. You understand? So, how does it feel to understand that you know you're affecting many many people's life? That that's one of the main things that keep on pushing. When I see certain messages come through, think on what people say to man, mm. that helps man to just keep going because I'm actually like helping people through their day. I'm helping mm. shit like that, and just yeah, whenever I listen to music calms you down through whatever we're going to so knowing that I, that kind of thing man's giving up it makes me feel positive mm. that's that's a positive thing about drill mm. there's a lot of positive and negatives about it but that's a positive I might have said a couple of times now that AM and Skengdo are my favourite artists hold tight AM and Skengdo AM 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 and Skengdo it was AM and Skengdo out AM Skengdo tracks I was banging out all these tracks they made Drill history in 2018 because they were the first UK Drill artist to collab with Drill founder Chief Keith from Chicago on a song called Pitbulls turns out not only did JB from Finesse Forever produce Attempted my favourite AM song but he also produced Pitbulls so that song they made was that you? that's me <laughs> so I had to have a moment because <laughs> as soon as I saw on Instagram AM X Gengdo X Chief Keef I had a fit in my room yeah yeah like I literally no. held the speaker the plus sign on the speaker I held the plus sign on the speaker so, and my mum was like Khalid turn it down turn it down <laughs> I, so like, <laughs> trust me I was the beat was fire the link up was fire Everything about the music video was even more fire. Uh, like, bro, you know, this Chicago-London collab accelerated the popularity of the UK drill scene worldwide. And I wanted to talk to someone about it. So my producer took me back to the Finesse Forever studios and I was told I was meeting a journalist called Ian McQuaid, who's written a lot about AMS Gang. <laughs> oh my days, you're bugging. What are you saying, bro? You good, yeah? Is that AM? Is that AM? Is that Skengdo? Yeah, no. Oh, my days! I'm not even trying to guess it. On a big man thing, that was crazy. 
Guys, they told me I'm here to interview a journalist called Ian McQuaid. After school, I come upstairs and imagine you see it, AM and Skengdo. Bruv, personally, you two are like, you two are my guys, I like. Love, bro, love, and respect. My marge is constantly on, man, for even listening to draw. And she warns me not to even think about becoming a drill artist. So I can't imagine what it's like to have to tell your marge that you want to be a drill musician. So how do you tell your mum? You have to remember at them at that point, bro. Like we remember, we was just you have to think about how drill was back then. Mm. Your parents would have been seeing it seeing it as a negative thing yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. as well as everyone else that sees it as a negative thing. You feel me? That's true. But when man started get a walk, like plaques and stuff for it, it started bringing home achievements and they started to see certain things from it. It's actually keeping man out of trouble and stuff like that. Mm. It was like all right, cool. There was more understanding of it. My mum, to be fair, she's been hearing my voice, innit? And obviously she can't, I can't dummy her. She knows it's my voice, innit? One time she comes in my room and she's like, oh, play your song. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, the song that you lot always yeah, play yeah. and play it. So I tried to find a calm song. I think them days I must have played that Crash. And then from then she's just done her own investigation. So she's all there up on my Twitter, Insta, everything. But she's proper supportive with the music and everything, so. It was too the mad about bars when we got our first plaque, when for me in my household, it was like, all right, cool. We can see the benefits from this. Apart from that, it was like, all right, cool. We still yet to see. Mad about bars was mad. It's this freestyle platform for popular UK rappers run by Radio One Extras, Kenny Allstar. Shout out Kenny. Eamon Skengdo's video has over 20 million views, more than any other video in the series. Because our lifestyles were so hectic, I've woken up in the morning thinking, I swear we got mad about bars today. Skeng's like, yeah, I'm like, brother, have you written? Like, and I was like, duh. I was like, ah, say nothing. Man's gonna write then. So obviously we're writing, but I'm bearing in mind what Skengdo's gonna say. So I have to write and think, what is he gonna say? Like, oh, Skenny, he'll tell you. We will. He came outside to see where we was and <laughs> was outside practicing it. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, play the beat. Like, we're listening to the beat. Like, yeah, rap your bars. Yeah. The numerical bars. I like the one where I was. I added up the stuff to four ten. Yeah. And that, that really hard. that 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 surprised me more than anything because when I'm rapping it. I'm just doing the maths as I'm rapping. And then I added up. I was like, what? It actually added up? I, I was like, no, nah, I'm putting this in. You know what I mean? And I was just playing with it. I was like, nah, nah, I didn't even know if it could be done. Times five, no, what, on to you, or nine, nine, that's 81 plus 47 plus 22. Mathematics just adding up. Yeah, I'm sad, just stabbing my... Not even that one. It's the next one. The next oh, one. the next one. Yeah, just, I was like, I was four like... Over four over 10. Times yeah. for 10. Minus, minus four, four. Minus, minus 10. Four. Did it work? Try, Try it again. again. You get me? And it works. That was still. in the behind bar. Yeah, the fans on my back, I like that though. Vid was giving them more. Shit, then crazy. Mad up, mad up. Get splashed, bro. Open your thoughts. Switch inside. How many times? I swear down, it was like four. Meeting AMS Gengo was actually mad. Yeah, mum. Yeah, I just finished. I just interviewed AMS Gengo. It was mad. <laughs> Yeah, of course I'm okay. I think I might suffer a heart attack or something, but I'm all right. Excitement, man. No, I haven't eaten yet, but I'll eat when I get home. All right, bye, mom. Tell Katera I said hi. 
on my job Feds came to my door at one Try ask if I found that done Shit then I don't speak English No, jete à la maison Smokey, smokey I love the elephant zoos Better move for me, you ain't my G No, you ain't getting no twos Thank you for listening to Vent Documentaries. I'm Khalid Dovi. Thanks to everyone who let us use their music for this episode. Eamon Skengdo, Molani Money, Gotcha, AV the producer, M1 on the beat, Ish, JB, Profit, and WMP Studios. Big up Finesse Forever, you know, for inviting me to their drill camp and introducing me to all these sick people, including Eamon Skengdo. Vent documentaries are produced by Jess Lawson and Ali Adlington with help from Emilia Gill, Moeed Majid and Kamaya Shea Kao. Man just pull up and fry GD that's broke and I get that poem and pull up and pull up and skid the divide. Vent is a collaboration between Vice and Brent. London Borough Culture 2020. We we with the nine or scudda do with a ten. Four ten for them. Four ten business. Two bunny. You know like that? Bad about bars. Season two. Let's close the curtain in style. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.